Hello, welcome to the Let's Talk podcast. Let's Talk podcast is a Christian-centered platform where we see conversations through Christ's eyes. Let's Talk podcast is part of the Edify podcast network. Edify, E-D-I-F-I, is a Christian-centric platform as well where you have issues of life being looked at through the lens of faith, talk of worship, money, time, salvation, marriage, politics, career, giving, family issues, LGBTQ, climate change, like what we have happening in Glasgow right now. All these things being looked at through the lens of faith. Dear listener, this morning, this November, my name is Maka Rodi, and we get into episode number 28. Welcome on, on board, and it's good to have you. We are glad that you just tuned in. This morning, Stanley Kabuka is not with me. And I'll be doing this alone. It's a solo <laughs> recording, so to speak. And uh, we're getting into a new series, okay? After a three-part series that just ended last weekend, uh, where we, we were looking at blood, steps, and fears. And uh, we had three guests coming on board, Justice Leoy, Max Miller, and Mito. But before Max Miller and Mito, we had Geoffrey Kimani. All of them coming on board to uh, discuss and share the experiences, their journey, uh, you know, their struggles with sexual sin. And even more importantly, how God's grace rescued them, how the redeeming blood, you know, came, cleansed them, and uh, how... You know, God is just working in them, even uh, through this process of sanctification to make them better and better, and uh, even as they get ready for the Lord's coming. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, today we get into a new series, as I just mentioned, and looking at worship. <laughs> That's a new series. We're looking at worship. Worship. Yes, you heard me right. You're looking at worship. And I don't know what comes into your mind when you uh, hear of worship. Uh, worship. What comes into your mind when you hear of worship? It must be music for most of us. I don't know for you, but for most of us, it must be music. Even for me, many times it used to be music. Uh, but uh, today, I want us to look at uh, worship not necessarily as a musical style, but as a lifestyle. Okay, and we'll be looking at Psalms chapter one hundred and three. Okay, that is the psalm that we shall be looking at in this new series, Psalms. 103 what is the psalmist saying concerning worship and perhaps why are we you know describing whatever the psalmist is saying in the 103rd chapter of this amazing book why are we describing whatever is inside there as worship karibu sana and let's add, uh, uh, immediately dive into the scripture reading and we'll be reading psalms 103 i hope uh, we journey together and uh, we understand what uh, the Lord has for us this morning or this afternoon or this evening, whatever time you are listening to this uh, episode, episode number 28. These are Psalm of David. That is Psalms chapter 103. And uh, this is what the word of God says. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth 
is renewed like the eagles. Verse 6, the Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses. He acts to the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As far as, as a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame, he remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it and it is gone and its place remembers it's no more but the mercy of the lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him and his righteousness to children's children to such as keep his covenant and to those who remember his commandments to do them the lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, you, his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you, his hosts, you ministers of his, who do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, Oh, my soul. And that's the word of God. That is Psalms chapter 103. You can say a short prayer. Heavenly Father, we are grateful for this time as we have this conversation on worship from Psalms chapter 103 from today and even in the coming uh, weekends of this November. Lord, be with us. May the words of our mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto you, our rock, oh Lord, our rock, and our Redeemer, it's in Jesus' name we pray and we give thanks. Amen. So ladies and gentlemen, once again, welcome to this episode. And we are looking, this episode and this series, we are looking at Psalms 103. Today we're going to look at five verses. Verse 1, verse 2, verse 3, verse 4, and verse 5. Just to understand what is worship as David would put it, as the psalmist in this case would put it. And just to give us an overview of what's happening in Psalms 103, in Psalms 103, today we're going to look at, at only five verses, but realize that between verse 1 and 5, as you will be observing in this conversation, and even at your own time, perhaps more research, you know, more study, uh, you realize that from verse 1 to 5, we see David stirring up himself and his own soul to praise God, as we'll be looking shortly, uh, for, 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 for his favor to him in particular. So we see David going before God and he's stirring himself up, okay? And he's doing that. He's telling himself, you know what, my soul, you've got to, you've got to, to praise the Lord. And, 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 and he's, he's urging the church to do the same and, and to all good men, uh, you know, uh, to, to, to those who are committed to God. And just, just 
urging everyone and reminding everyone of God's goodness. That is what we expect to see uh, in verse 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. Just David urging his soul to remember God's goodness. Then from verse 6 to 18, uh, we'll be looking at uh, uh, basically uh, what who God is and his government, okay? And and basically looking at his mercy and how, how angels worship him and everything. So ladies and gentlemen, this morning I want us to focus on, uh, focus on five verses alone. That is verse 1, verse 2, verse 3, and verse 4 verse 5 as well of Psalms chapter 103, a worship of David. What is worship according to David as we look at Psalms chapter 103, verse 1, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. David is speaking to his soul. David is talking to his soul. And what is soul, listener? Your soul, or rather my soul, is made up of my mind, my will, and my emotions. David is speaking to his soul. And he's telling his soul, you know what, soul? You've got to praise the Lord. You know what, mind? You've got to praise the Lord, mind. You know what, will? You've got to praise the Lord, will. You know what, emotion? You've got to praise the Lord, my emotions. And to look at the mind. You see what Paul is writing to the Church of Rome in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. And this, you know, is telling the Romans to, to present their bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable okay, unto the Lord. And verse 2 says that do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Okay, after verse 1 describing what true, true uh, and acceptable worship is before God, in verse 2, we see Paul really urging the Romans to have a renewed mind constantly having a renewed mind because this is what brings transformation. And the result is knowing God's good, pleasing, and perfect will. Here in this case, we see David talking to his soul. His soul is made up of the mind, the will, and the emotions. Therefore, the mind has to be committed to God. The will has to be committed to God. David is saying, oh, my will. Be committed to God. Bless the Lord. My emotion. You have, you've got to bless the Lord, my emotion. You know, David is speaking to himself. He's saying, you know what, Saul? Uh, Saul, Saul, my soul. He's talking to, to his soul and he's saying, you know what, Saul? You've got to do this. And in Mark chapter 12, verse 30, the Bible says that love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. With all your strength, right? You've got to do it with it, it has to come from the soul. This is not just external, it has to be internal first before it is external. All right. That is what David is saying. That it has to come from the soul. It got deep from my soul. Before it before before it comes from before it originates uh, from the deepest part of my soul, then it's not worship. And David understands that so clearly. We see David not once, not twice, you know, just speaking to his soul. In Psalms 42, Psalms 42, uh, verse 11, we see David uh, talking about 
took into his soul. David must have been a master in self-talk. And we, we see in chapter 42, verse 11, he's talking to his soul. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why is soul disturbed within me? My soul, put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. My soul, put my hope in God. Oh, goodness. David knew best. So for worship, before worship becomes external, before it becomes what we call as worship music, before the lights come up, before the, the band you know, starts playing, before, before then, it has to come from the soul. The mind has to be committed to God. The will has to be committed to God. The emotions must be committed to God. Worship is first within before it is without. Worship has to come from our hearts. And if my treadmill sings the song, Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh my soul. You know, my treadmill, you know the story, born 1974, his dad committing suicide in the ear um, uh, when he was around seven years old. That must be around 1982 or 1983, rather. They're about, they're about 1983. But he didn't he realize that at the age of 10. Uh, his mom remarried and uh, he. he he, he, his mom remarried and he had a stepfather, but the stepfather happened to be so hostile to him. And uh, he went through a hard life generally. Parenting, if poorly done, can surely affect the growth of a child. And uh, he had a difficult time growing up. But later in his, uh, in, his, in his growth, you know, in his youth, growing up as a young man, he, he was converted to Christ. And after seeing God's goodness, he met some Zono 3 and he got the song. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul, I'll worship your holy name. And we see, you know, my treadmill in this song, you know, singing of God's goodness okay and you, you are and, and and you know just 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 talking about you know when the sun goes down it's a new day dawning it's time to sing your song again whatever may pass and whatever lies before me let me be singing when the evening comes. Bless the Lord of my soul. Oh, my soul. I'll worship his holy name. Or rather, I'll worship your holy name. So, you see, you see, you see, my treatment speaking in this song, speaking of God's goodness and his talking to his soul and, and you know maybe you are familiar with Matt Redman. Matt Redman has also sang the song you know about the heart of heart of worship and just looking at the story even behind the the heart of worship you know just, just to read for your blog here you know talking about uh, over 20 years ago a young songwriter named, named Matt Redman was the worship leader at it's at, at a church called uh, Soul Survivor in Watford which is not far from London okay and uh, the pastor there was Mike uh, Pilavachi. And the church was one of many in the UK, right? Contributing to the growth of the modern worship movement. 
they were in a season that will typically be considered blessed, okay, when uh, there's growth, members coming and everything, and uh, we see people coming and uh, filled up and uh, people giving offering, and many in the church were in their teens or 20s. So you know what happens during those days? People are so excited about music. People are so excited about modern, uh, you know, contemporary music. And, uh, you know, credit was given to the pastor, Pilavashi, okay? But... Pilavachi felt like something was missing. And, uh, you know, it could be described as an authenticity in worship. You know, yes, there's music and there's everything, but it feels like something is music. Maybe the lines of blood between worshiping God and loving the music. Whatever was happening, whatever was happening there, this is what Matt Redman describes it. Just to read for you, quote, open the quotes, there was a dynamic missing. So the pastor did a pretty brave thing. He decided to get rid of the sound system. Look at what happened in Matt Redman's church. He decided to get rid of the sound system. Remember Matt Redman was the worship leader there. And uh, he says that uh, Pilavach, the pastor, decided to get rid of the sound system and band for a season. And we gathered together with just our voices. Look at that. His point was that we lost our way in worship. And the way to get back to the heart would strip everything away what followed was probably and, and, and end of quote of course uh, uh end of quote what followed was probably a few very awkward services for typically upstart young crowd you know imagine a service no drums no guitars no microphones and actually there's no sound system no worship leader at the front you know how we have our sunday services and you have the worship leader telling us to lift our hands no that was not there okay and uh but they not like all these these things have their place, you know, the the, the music and the bass and uh, and every 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 part they have their place. But worship has to come from within. Worship has to come from within. And uh, when uh, Pastor Pilavachi in in, in a church not for the, where my treatment was going to realized that this was missing worship from the heart when he designed that at Soul Survivor Church there wasn't worship. He, he stopped music he stopped that for some time and there was no drum no guitar no microphone no sound system no worship leader at the front of the band and the loud sound where you can feel your heart between every thump of the of the kick drum no musical set of four to six songs planned nothing you can imagine you can imagine that the group initially didn't know what to do sitting in the room <laughs> with nothing but their bibles and temporary silence so much himself felt uh uh felt quite sheepish, okay? He was the worship leader and didn't have anything to do anymore. I mean, Mutu Akazi is, 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 uh, is jobless, okay? He's been the worship leader, he's been the band leader, band leader, sorry, Linda, I don't know what's happening, but he's been the band leader and this work no more and he didn't have anything to do. But but it was it was an incredible time of reflection for Matt Redman to help build his character and identify as the worship leader that we know today. The Matt Redman that has sung the song, when the music fades and all is stripped away, when the music fades and, and we see him let us sing, I bring you more than a song, for a song in its all is not what you have required. Then he goes to the next line, you search much deeper within from the way things appear, you are looking into my heart. So it, it, God is looking within. We sometimes focus so much on the outside, 
But you know what, friends? God is looking a lot within. And, and you, you can imagine all this happening at, 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 at Soul Survivor Church just to, to really understand this must have been God for them to realize this because most of us we, we think we are worshiping, you know, and what makes us to think we are worshiping it's the music, the background, the lights, the hype. That has its part, but that is not worship. Worship must come from the heart, worship must come from the soul, and it is a lifestyle, okay? And you know, uh. The whole experience made made man to ask himself many questions. You know, what 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 I'm what and the questions. What are my motives when I'm up there on the stage, and am I am I am I you know am I do am I to do this as service or am I trying to build up my own little thing? It was a great moment for for, for my trade man. So, so guys, when the music fades and all is stripped away, can you still give worship unto God? Okay, when there's no microphone, when the when the music system has been silenced, when uh, the there's power outage, there's blackout suddenly during the worship session, during the music session, so to speak, when that happens, does worship stop because this blackout and the music's no longer playing? You've got to take more than a song to God, because God is not only interested in the song. God is interested in our hearts. Worship is all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. And you see, I think it's Francis Chan that, you know, one day, you know, he said that, you know, if, if anyone comments after service that today worship is not good, and, you know, he responded by saying, you are saying worship is not good? You know what? We are not worshiping you. Anyway, we're worshiping God. We've reduced worship to some one half of music. And if there's fault in a keyboard, if there's fault in how the, the, the instrument was done, then you say worship was not good. But you know what, guys? Worship is more than that. Worship is not music alone. It has to come from within. And bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Verse 2. I mean, look at how David is speaking to his soul. David is telling his soul, you've got to remember all the benefits of God. You've got to remember all the benefits. I mean, this far, like this morning, God has given us life. That's a benefit, the gift of life. He has given us uh, clothing. That's a gift of life. He has, he has given us a peaceful environment. For example, in Nairobi, that's a gift of life. There's something, there's something, there's something. Actually, there are over 10,000 things that God does every day in our lives. There are many benefits. The gift of salvation, that is the most important gift. That's for us too. Therefore, you know, David is taking to the soul and he's telling, you know what, soul? You know what, my soul? Never forget God's benefits. You know what? My mind always remember, always think, think, mind, think, think of the good things that God has done. Think, think of the gift of salvation. And look at verse three. Is is talking about the benefits in verse three. Verse three: Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases? Look at that. God forgives all our iniquities. God meets meets the greatest need of any human being of any believer if there's a need for any believer then it is forgiveness and that is what god does romans chapter 5 verse 8 that while we were still sinners god demonstrated his love by sending his only jesus christ to come and die for our sins okay and by his stripes we are healed because in verse 3 he forgives all our iniquities and heals all our diseases 
all your diseases, you know. David is speaking to his soul and is telling his soul, you know what, soul? You know what, my mind? My mind, my mind, you are so corrupted, my mind. My mind, you think about things that I even don't want you to think. Paul is saying in Romans 7, and the things I want to do, I do not do. And the things I do not want to do, I keep I keep doing. And so and I'm like, this mind, this mind, and Paul is talking to his mind and is telling his mind, you know what? God forgives all your iniquities, mind. And, you know, God forgives all, all your iniquities, emotions. God forgives all your iniquities, will. Because, you know what? We are sinners. First John chapter 1 says that if we claim to have no sin, then we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Okay? Therefore, God meets the greatest need, and that is forgiveness. By sending his only Jesus Christ, by uh, having a redemption plan, okay? And here is the gospel. That is the power uh, unto man. This is, the, this is the power of God unto salvation, okay? You know, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God unto salvation. That's Romans chapter 1, verse 17. And, and we see that God meeting the greatest need of any believer. That is forgiveness. Because in most cases, if not all cases, we fall we we we, we 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 mess up actually the bible says that we've all sinned and fallen short of his glory romans chapter 3 verse 23 that no not one is righteous he heals the souls of your diseases david is talking to his soul and he's telling his soul you know what soul he heals the soul he heals the disease he heals all your diseases our souls goes through a lot of things talk of depression you know the diseases of our souls talk of feeling wounded, emotion, being emotionally wounded, you know. And David, you know, he must have had, seen a lot of this, you know. David must have seen a lot of this. We've seen Psalms 23, which you can try, you know, just just, just try and, and, and think about it. You know, when it talk of, talks of, even though I walk through the darkest valley, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I'll fear no evil, for you are with me. You are, you are all in the staff, comfort me. And you, you, your rod and thy rod and thy rod and staff. Oh my goodness, I'm missing it there. Your rod and your staff. Thy rod and thy staff. Comfort me. And that is the comfort that David is talking about when he heals all the diseases of our soul. That is what God does. There is another benefit. Look at another benefit in verse 4. Remember in verse 2, David is telling his soul, soul, mind, mind, never forget, never forget God's benefits. And in verse 4, who redeems your life from destruction? From destruction, this this this, this in, includes eternal destructions. This includes uh, the wrath that God has rescued us from, the wrath that we deserve, and God redeems us from that and crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercies. Wow, He crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercies. That's another benefit. And in verse five, satisfies your mouth with good things. Guys, remember David is talking to his soul. He's telling the soul, never forgets God's benefits. Benefit number one, he forgives your iniquity soul. Benefit number two, he heals all your diseases. Benefit number three, he redeems your life from destruction. Benefit number four, after redeeming your life from destruction. Benefit number four, he crowns you with kind, loving kindness and tender masses. Lamentations 3.23. That is, masses are new every, every morning. We are consumed because his masses, because of his masses. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Benefit number five, he satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. 
God satisfies. If there's one thing we constantly look for is satisfaction. There is a loop in our soul. There is a void. There is a vacuum that we constantly look to satisfy through different means, through career, through relationships, through um, drugs, and many other things. Just, just looking for satisfaction. But we don't find this satisfaction. But you know what? God can do this. And David knows this best. And after knowing this best, just to, to reflect back the, the, the verse that we read earlier, Psalms 42, 11, he's telling to his soul, why my soul are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Wow. Wow. May God help us to always Talk to our souls. Just to tell our souls, you know what, soul? Put your hope in God. And never forget, never forget God's benefits. Never at any point come to a point where you forget God's benefits. Dear listener, thank you for uh, thank you for tuning in to episode number 28 of the Let's Talk podcast. That was the first episode of this amazing series of worship. And we hope to see you in the next episode. We will be looking uh, from verse 6 going onwards together with Stanley Kabuka. And hopefully we'll have a guest on board in the next episode. Till next time, that was Mark Arodi. Stay safe and bye.